Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, the character Cephas from the hit franchise series, The Hillbilly Horror Show. You can now experience all the greatness from all The Hillbilly Horror Show. And all you need is a library card. And then you can go to Hoopla and watch them all for free. That's right, free. We love the word free. So, go ahead. For more details, go to the Hillbilly Horror Show Facebook page or go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com. That's right, Lulu, Bo, and myself, Cephas, the mumbling idiot. Again, go to www.hillbillyhorrorshow.com for more details or to the Facebook page. Investigators baffled by brutal crime at a private psychiatric hospital in the mountains near Tailon Lake. According to the police report, most of the girl's tongue had been cut out. Where is everyone? Shouldn't they be here by now? Welcome to Tierline. Not bad. Yeah, they're still in the process of remodeling, but the whole interior is brand new. Where did you get this? In the attic. This place used to be some kind of mental hospital. Anybody down here? What happened to her? He's here. She's gotta be here. There's something not right about this place. This isn't a vacation, Zach. It's a retreat. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Geider, also known as Gruesome Herzog. I have uh, some special people here from the film Silent Retreat 2016. One of the up-and-coming talented directors, Ace Jordan. We have the other talented Texas boy, Donnie Bowes. We have actress Rebecca Summers. And we have the love of my life... <laughs> Trista Robinson. How are you guys doing? Hi. I thought I was the love of your life. Well, well, I, I, you were until I seen it. I said, nah, it's all right. <laughs> Not as good looking in real life. <laughs> Damn right. Um, I'm going to thank you guys for coming on. I've seen uh, Silent Retreat. Of course, I reviewed it. And there's a YouTube video of, uh, of my, my uh, words about the film. And, uh, of course, me and Ace go back to the days of uh, 2010. And, uh, of course, I get to see his first full feature. And I must say, you you, you were pretty damn uh, awesome. Oh. Donnie, you were phenomenal. Of course, Rebecca Summers, I loved your part. And my love, Trista, she's just fantastic as well. Um, I'm gonna, I do the round-the-table thing, so it's a little easier. That way no one's talking over each other. So I'm going to start with Rebecca Summers. Rebecca, but explain to the listeners your, uh, of how you came across this role and your experience in Silent Retreat. I had just moved here from London, and it was my first audition. I think um, I saw it advertised online and put myself up for it, and the casting director, Pam, said to me, I'm going to make sure that you get a role in this movie. And obviously I just moved her. So I was like, oh, that's what they all say. And then she did. And then so it was my first experience of being here. And it was amazing. 
It was such a yeah. great, fun experience. You were amazing. You really were. I mean, you you made your character believable. Oh, I mean, I mean, me being an actor myself, not as much. I mean, I've done mostly a lot of voice acting and stuff, and you know, I've done a, some films, but you know how independent films is. You make a film, and it's four years later, and the film is not even out yet, so okay. it gets very discouraging. But you know, to have a director like Ace Jordan, who has already put a short film out. I mean, short films are easier to put out than features, so I'm not saying that. But for a director to already have a product out, you know, I know that if Ace is going to do this, he's going to do it to, to the fullest, and, and this bitch is going to get out no matter what. And bravo to you, Ace, because you had your mind set, you're going to do it, and you did it. So for you to get a role in the movie of for Ace is a... You know, it, you can't ask for a yeah, better film. Yeah, I felt, I was really impressed with how quickly, like, he just got a trailer together and how quickly things, I, I've done films like six, seven years ago that we still haven't seen footage for, so it's, I didn't think it was that long of a process to get the film out, and I thought to even get any sort of distribution with a low-budget film is so good to be able to do especially here so I think he did a great job and it looked like a higher budget than what it is and I thought that acting all around was really great everyone did a really good job with their characters and and it was just fun and I think that kind of comes through in the film that we all just had a laugh doing it now have you gotten any any um any uh messages from people who have seen the film about your role I, I don't. I only use Instagram. I don't use Twitter or Facebook. So I've had a, like a few people follow me on Instagram and then say like that they've seen the film and like leaving comments underneath various pictures saying that they'd seen it. And I um, saw a bunch of the YouTube reviews and reading people's comments underneath. And people seem to really like it. People seem to be giving it positive feedback. So. You were uh, uh, you did a damn good job. Oh, you were very convincing. Very good yeah. job. Next up is the boy from Texas, Donnie Bose, the man that was late for the interview. <laughs> Same <laughs> to you, my brother. Same to you, my brother. You had a very, of course, a very vital part of the movie as well. Um, what was your? How did you get in contact in the movie, and, and what was your experience? Um, I had just moved back. From Dallas, I think I was working on the TV show Dallas, and um, came back to LA. And I think it was my one of my first auditions back out here, and um, went in and read with Pam, and it went really well. I mean, she pretty much followed me out of the casting room, walked up to me and hugged me and said thank you, and I said um, thank you. And um, the crazy thing about this is pretty much everybody was cast, and I asked this is one of the first questions I asked Ace after. We had all been booked. Uh, how could you cast this without even meeting us? And he had such faith from seeing uh, taped auditions, and he took Pam's word that uh, these were the people for the role. And so I think she did an amazing job of the team of people that she put together. I was so very happy with – there was no weak link, and it's the worst thing when you show up on set and you're like, oh, God, what have I just got myself into? But every part of this was – so much fun. I mean, I've said this many times that this is my favorite location I have ever been on in any film I've ever done. Spending three weeks up in Big Bear on the lake in the mountains. I mean, it, it was paradise. I love this. I can't wait to make the sequel. That's awesome. It does boil down to, like you said, I mean, Ace, you know, 
Ace is Ace. I mean, Ace has a knack. I mean, you guys couldn't have done, you guys couldn't get involved in a better film, or I should say a better director than Ace. I mean, I've seen his work in Kill Devil Hill, a short film that he did. I mean, it's a big difference from a short film to a feature, but the, the, the style that that short film was shot, you would think it was a forty, fifty, dollars $100,000 film, and it wasn't. So I already knew the skill set of Ace. And then when I started watching Silent Retreat, I'm thinking, this is phenomenal. It really was because... You have to, in order for a film to be successful, and I, I can say I've been reviewing films for six years, like eighteen hundred of them. And if you watch a film and you're sucked into the characters, the movie flies by so fast, you want more. And that's what that's what this film did. And I mean, there's some films that I get that the characters are like not likable. I mean, it's not their fault. That's the character they have to play, or however. And sometimes some movies drag, but this film did not drag. It went, and it went, and it was over. It's like, really? So I'm anxious to see part two in the future myself. But Donnie, you did a hell of a job yourself. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now let's talk to the man, the the woman of my, no, no, actually not the man of my dreams. I was going to do Ace, but I'm going to do the woman of my dreams. (laughs) Trista Robinson, Rita Poulos. Um, how did you get involved in the film, and what was your experience like? Oh, um, I think it was the same thing. I just saw it online, and I went and auditioned for Pam. And she, uh, Pam is uh, Pam Gillis is a casting director here in LA. And anyone that knows her uh, knows that she's a very special lady. She's um, got a super amazing energy, and she's just uh, completely unique. And she has since become a good friend of mine. So it was a very special audition. It wasn't like uh, every other audition. I just really loved her, and I really had a great time auditioning. And I was so happy uh, to be cast. Um, And then I had an amazing time working on it. Um, And like Donnie was saying, the location was great. And like Rebecca was saying, the acting was great. Um, The only issue really was Ace, you know, working for such... (laughs) A pain in the ass, director. Uh, could be rough, but we got through it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I want to say that I heard that. I heard that, too. <laughs> we stuck together uh, and beat the director. <laughs> yeah, well, a couple guys that he stood up up there that I heard that uh, were pretty, they're pretty pissed off at him. But, uh, Ace, you know, I, I've been trying to teach you better than that, but you just seem to want to listen. I don't listen to anybody. <laughs> Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> Ace! I'm going to go to you now. Okay. Um, your experiences from your first attempt at a film in Kill Devil Hill, when you first thought of this project and getting it rolling. Now, I've heard what Donnie said. I heard what Rebecca said. I just heard what my love said. Is there anything about your film? I mean, it's your baby. I mean, you're going to be more pickier than the average viewer. Um, is there anything that you've seen that you do not like but the reviewers loved? I, I'm always pretty critical of my work and there's things I, I feel I can do better hard to I mean there's stuff there's stuff that we didn't there's stuff that got cut out and there's stuff that we didn't get to shoot and had we shot that stuff it's hard to say if the film would be any better or not because I never shot right. it so right well I'm just saying as a the movie's your baby yeah I mean you're going to have a different perspective on it than what a viewer would would, would say I mean 
you might say, oh, yeah, I'm glad they love it, but, you know, I don't, or I don't like this part because it's not the way I wanted it to be or imagined it to be. Not that the acting was bad or nothing like that there. I'm just saying every movie is a director's baby. Yeah, I mean, I have a love-hate with the relationship with lots of parts of the film. It's it's hard to pinpoint one section. It's easier to to point out things, I think, that turned out better or that people like more than I expected. Like uh, like the bear trap scene people talk about all the time, and I, I don't think it's bad, but it, it's kind of surprised me that that people love it so much, you know? Yeah. Well, it could happen to a better person. Have you ever seen anybody get their head? I think a lot of people have commented about that to me as well as the bear trap. Yeah, yeah like things that stand out. Another thing was uh, Becca's line, it's it's not a vacation, it's a retreat. And, oh, yes. And uh, I, I think at some point somebody asked me, like, when you wrote that, did you know it was such a great line? And I'm like, no, I had no idea. I That was actually like a last-minute like rewrite because I didn't like her line, and I just came up pulled that out of my ass. And it's... So, I mean, I had no idea that people would would focus on that line, and I think that's actually like part of that's actually on the DVD cover that the marketing people used and stuff. So, um, things like that. I mean, I try to make every line good as I, as I can, so it's hard it's hard to pinpoint something like that. Well, see, now, like, there's there's a scene in a movie that I think that people might overlook or maybe might have mentioned it is the scene where the old man is in in the bedroom with her. You know how it just glazes up, the door closes. Oh, the one, yeah, the one where he closes the door, where he's looking in and he just yeah, he's looking yeah, yeah, yeah. A great camera shot that was. Yeah, that's one of my favorite shots in the film because there really isn't anything happening. It's all like told in a look, and you can kind of tell that something weird is going on, and you have no idea what it is. And him shutting the door is kind of like mind your own fucking business, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's no words are said. It was just a beautifully a beautiful shot. Did you get any ones that didn't like it, Ace? Most of them have been positive. There are a couple that, that don't like it, and I have to be honest that they – I don't think they understood the movie from their description. Okay. Like, yeah. I think part of the reason they didn't like it is because they, they missed something or they didn't get it because they've cited things that they didn't like about the movie, which wasn't actually true. If you go back and rewatch it, I'm like, that's not what happened. So I yeah. – I think it is a movie you have to pay close attention to, uh, and you almost have to watch twice. So, I mean, I I can totally understand. I, a lot of times when I watch a movie, I, I miss things, so. Yeah, yeah. Well you, well, you do know that some people <laughs> will watch trailers and review a movie on the trailer. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to say when someone reviews a film. How much, how much did they actually watch? Did they really pay close attention to it? How seriously do they take this job? Are they kind of like an intern at rights, you know? For It's a matter of opinion. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, good press is ba- bad press is good press, however you want to take it. But there's something that I do want to bring up. Sure. Um, as everyone knows, I am a supervisor at Walmart. I'm in the grocery end of it, though, not in the electronics or the movie section. But Walmart has uh, demanded, basically, to change the DVD cover in order to be sold in the stores. Is this true? Yeah, they I apparently... I mean, I had no direct contact with Walmart. Uh, they dealt through the distributor, uh, Mid- Midnight Releasing. And uh, Midnight Release... It, it's a really, actually, a very long, complicated story as to why they released the cover they did. Um, but yeah, Walmart felt it was too gory. 
and they asked them to tame it down. So they so there's actually two there's two covers. There's the one kind of gory cover with the tongue in the box, and then uh-huh. there's another cover with the lakeside cabin. Um, that that's the one that's at uh, Walmart. Uh-huh. But the two, the two DVDs are exact like inside is exactly the same thing with the same movie, same extras and all that. Right, right. Now, but can you still buy the original covered one? Oh yeah, I actually the weird thing is I think Walmart might even sell the the original cover one online. I don't know if that's true. I know they have the original cover at uh, Amazon uh, and Amazon affiliates and uh, Hastings and Family Video. And uh, there might, there might. I think there's other outlets. Uh, you'd have to look around to see to see if they have it. All right. Now, I, Trista, I want you to buy me a copy. I want you to send me a love note and put it inside of it and mail it to me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rebecca, I mean, I know I you are a newcomer into the states, wise as far as the business. Have you got anything else? Um. Yeah, I've been busy. I was. Um, at the end of last year, I was filming in Spain for a film called The Lovaganza Convoy, which we're finishing filming this year. I'm not sure when it's due to be out. And another film that I have a little role in, Advantageous, is up for an Independent Spirit Award this month. And so that's a kind of low-budget sci-fi, but it's been doing pretty well. And Didn't you play a vampire in something? Oh yes, that's a film called Black Hearts, where I play a vampire. It's that's still in post production. It was kind of a group of girls, a bunch of vampires without the fangs. Very gothic look, very kind of surreal vibe. But I think it will look really good. So that I'm just waiting to hear back more about that. All right, cool. No, I won't right rush. Now. <laughs> just change your profile pic to a pretty girl. There you go. Oh, Trisha, can you send me one? Hey, Trisha, can you send me a nudie? I can use my profile picture for Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so terrible. I'm blushing. Anyways, Donnie, um, I heard you talk about earlier before the interview about other jobs that you get. And so what's up with you now since Silent Retreat? Um, wow. Um, been a little busy here and there. It's like life is so good when you're working on the next job. And then after the job is over, you feel like you're unemployed again. Um, yeah. Uh, things are uh, seriously it's like two weeks ago you think your whole life is over because you're not working you're just going to castings and then all of a sudden you get put on hold for a job and people ask so how's everything life is so good life is great just because you booked the next tv show uh right now it looks like the next project i'm working on is a, a new tv show called six it's a tv show about still team six and shocker i'm playing a texas boy that gets to be a uh special elite soldier boy and so i'm looking forward to that when we start in march and i think it'll shoot through to about june nice good job donnie thanks good job we're now friends on facebook fyi i i just saw that i said uh your buddy donnie added you finally yeah i saw that <laughs> now um trista the love of my life robinson what's up with you now since uh silent retreat I'm gearing up for a new feature called uh, Echoes of Fear, and no. it's uh, another horror flick, and it's in pre-production now. I think we're going to start uh, shooting in April, and I'm super excited about it. Now, is that in the California area, or are you flying somewhere? No, we're shooting it in Eagle Rock. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. And my character has a pet mouse. So I'm very excited about this. Oh my god, I can picture that. Thank you. I can picture you sitting in a in in really uh, very uh, less clothes as possible, <laughs> laying in a bed. You have a little mouse on your one hand, and you have a kitty cat beside you <laughs> with a bonbon and a cup of coffee. I can just see that it's with very you. Specific. Can you see me right now? Are you looking at me? <laughs> he hacked your camera, Trista. <laughs> Whoa, Trista! Close on there, darling. Is that a tattoo you have by your nipple? <laughs> that's a God, I'm that's, so terrible. That's a third nipple. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, Ace, um, this is one of the funnest interviews I've had in a long time. Anyways, um, Ace, now what? What is your plans now? Are you uh, going to take a little break and then pick up part two, or are you going to start something else and then go to part two? Well, I'm actually in the process of uh, we're looking for financing to to start part two. And I'm exploring some other opportunities in the director's chair that haven't panned out yet. So um, hopefully I'll have a new movie soon, but I'm, you know, just working on it. Okay. Now, well, if you if you do need a mental patient, just look me up. I'll do it for you. All right. Yours number one choice, don't worry. <laughs> I can do that. Is is Trista going to be in there as a as as another role, or are you going to try and slide her in there, or what? Trying to slide her in, like <laughs> no, I mean, you're putting the bed beside you, but by bandages around her face, so you can't see who it is. Oh. And then we can, lay there, we can lay there and hold hands in a mental patient, you know, in a hospital. There is a possibility of it. I- nice, Krista, are you game? I'm totally game. Yeah. There we go. See? Yeah. Gives you an excuse to come out here to Cal. We're probably going to shoot in California, most likely. Yeah. We'll get together and we'll come out. We'll go out and have dinner. Right, right, Trista? Right. There you go. And, and right. you and the mouse Rebecca. and the cat and Ace and Donnie and Rebecca. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, it's going to be a very, very different movie than the yeah. first one. Well, I'm so proud of you, Ace. Really, I am. You came a long way since the days of uh, Kill Devil Hill. And you have been a good friend since 2010. I can say you're I try. One, of the, one of the faithful ones. Aww. You live in Paradise, Pennsylvania. Yes, yes, sir. I live right there where the Amish Mafia was filmed. You know, that TV show, Amish Mafia. Yeah. Wow. I was I was in the other show that they did. I was an Amish bishop in Amish hauntings. I was in the very first episode. You got, I'm in y'all. The Amish get up with a long ass beard. <laughs> Go get a Pennsylvania aim, agent so I can book some Amish films. That was an experience of a lifetime, but, you know, I, it, it's there for people to see. I have the clip of my YouTube channel. I just cut my scene now of the, of the episode and put me in there. Um, you just want to talk about before I let you guys go? Um, well, Trista and I are going on a paranormal investigation soon. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun if we don't die. <laughs> and if we do, we'll just stay there and haunt something. Exactly. What's you? Go to some haunted place. Yeah, it's a, a haunted hotel in in Fullerton. Oh, cool. Where they're giving us access to a small group to go get. I don't know. The guy who runs the thing has told me some really, really messed up stuff. So he's either crazy or he's telling the truth. Either way, I'm scared. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just want to say thanks to you, Ace Jordan, and Donnie Bowes, Rebecca Summers, and the love of my life, Trista Robinson, for coming on today. Silent Retreat is a kick-ass film. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, Trista. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I want to thank you all again, and uh, you guys take care. Thank you as well. All right, you too. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Guider, also Gruesome Herzog. Check out my new Facebook page, Interviews by Scott Guider. So go ahead, give me a like. Thanks.